0: hi and welcome to two creations the asian american podcast where the joy luck club meets drunk history
1: i'm your host cindy yep and i'm nancy lee and today we are joined by joy lynn
0: Hello. Uh, there Hi, she Joy. Is. She's joining us all the way from Down Australia. Down under. Woo! Uh, Sydney, Australia? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, we have a lot of interesting things to talk about. Um, of course, this is about the topic that's on everyone's mind these days because there's Easy literally. Way. Uh, e- well, yes, I'm calling. <laughs> you know what? Actually, yes, I coined a new term. It's called the fitpocalypse. <laughs> and we will be out of this in better shape than we were before because we're what? Type A for Asian. Yeah.
1: Well, I we got to be up- using that time. I need a- and- <laughs> it. I know. But I've been sitting on my fat ass. Yes. I've been making a lot of comfort food, so yes. I don't
0: think it's going to happen. But I do have a quick productivity tip. A coronavirus productivity tip. Ding. Uh, (laughs) Organize your bathroom cabinet. Because I just started and I found an almost full bottle of Purell just now. That's like gold. uh, It's liquid gold. And remember, Nancy, we were just talking about this. We were like, that's on both of our lists. (laughs) Yeah. But we're like, it's not that fun. But also we want to be productive because we're Asian. And so I was like, I'll just start. And then I was like, huge motivator finding stuff
1: that you can't buy anywhere it's i feel like you're on a beach and using a metal detector and you just found like a gold nugget or coin or something
0: yeah or yeah That or is. or i'm pulling out my own gold teeth for money <laughs> cash for gold. This is something there's got to be something existing you know
1: so as uh, cindy was mentioning this episode's clearly about Everything that's going on in the world with this pandemic, global pandemic, covid nineteen, coronavirus, whatever you want to call it, except what Trumpy Dumpty calls it, anywho. Um, that's another episode. That's a different episode. Um, but basically, we wanted to get uh, have a guest on the show to just talk about a different perspective about how people are getting through. The mental stress of what's happening right now—it's not even just the physical, but just like—I don't know how you're feeling, but I feel like I'm going through an emotional roller coaster like 20 times during the day because every day is Groundhog Day now. Mm-hmm. And um, so we thought about all the different people we knew, and you know, uh, a couple years ago, I reached out to uh, an energy uh, medium named Joy Lynn, who is our special guest from Australia. And uh, I really reached out to her because I needed some guidance about like what I was doing with my life. I was in my mid thirties. I didn't have a boyfriend. I had a job that I hated and I just felt like everything was really helpless. So I actually had a referral from a friend of mine uh, to meet Joy. And I was like, how do you do this kind of medium energy reading over facetime basically i was (laughs) like uh because when i first heard about her i was like oh so joy lives in new york and she's like no she lives in australia i was like uh does she do house visits uh and then (laughs) and then there she's like no you just do it over phone i'm like how the fuck does this woman (laughs) figure this out over the phone And and then I was like, okay, now I really need to like meet her and try this out. So Joy and I had a session. uh, This is back, I think, in 2016 and literally like I said nothing. She just like did her thing and like she was able to articulate everything that I was like angst about and stressed about and give me some guidance and kind of like open up the doors of like what what was happening and kind of like what will happen. So it was like one of the coolest experiences I I had. So now I've developed a nice uh, lasting relationship with her and introduced her to Cindy because I actually got to meet her in person in San Francisco.
0: Yeah, um, and I also had a session with her and it, just like you said, like ding, 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 everything hit the nail on the head and a really, Uh, I found was really fascinating how uh, she described um, how she came to acknowledge her gift and so we should ask her how do you like to be described I I want to say spiritual medium healer
2: yeah yeah no all those all those are good if, if I'm talking to Older Chinese people, I just say I'm a fortune teller. <laughs> so yeah. That, was, yeah. the, that the works good, on me, too. Good, good old-fashioned fortune teller. Fortune teller. <laughs> and which goes back in the Asian culture quite a long way, you know, looking at... Absolutely. Uh, your, your, how even, like, the feng shui and how your name is written, or if you need to change your, uh, like, name or, you know, how you're born and the years. Yeah. So it, it, it's part of our culture, in a way, and it's actually part of many cultures, and I've just kind of refined it, I guess, in in the uh, more asian American or spiritual type of way <laughs>
0: so um could you maybe you could tell us or tell our listeners um, about how um you came to discover that you had this gift and
2: what a medium does um well i i people say I was born with it, but I blocked it uh. Being a medium or a psychic or anything of that sort is basically about your intuition, and everyone has intuition, but some people are just more in tune with it um, than others and have more sensitivity to it. I mean, every person might have a gut feel, they might call it a gut feel, or they can externalize it as their guardian angel or spirit or whatnot. But it's just kind of a knowing, um, and it can start subtly as, oh, I don't have a good feeling about, I don't know, a person or a situation. And then if you ignore that feeling, and then it happens, you go, oh my god, I should have listened to myself. And that happens so many times to god so damn many it. people. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's and that's that's your intuition, it's, and it's a birthright. It's a God-given gift, so to speak. Mm. Everyone's born with it. However, people mm. can block it. People can develop it, and some have stronger senses of that intuitive feature whether it's through um, sight like some people might see auras or colors or in my case um, I do kind of see visions or uh, almost projections of people who have passed as a, a spirit so that's where the mediumship comes in uh, some people are clairsentient which they get feelings a lot feeling goose uh, you get goose pimples when something's right or shivers or chills some people can hear things um, or kind of Hear uh, just like almost like a slight whisper um, mm. or an actual conversation. Mm. So it's it's really just senses that everyone's given whether it develops or not, whether you block it or not. Because in society we're quite practical and grounded and taught to be so. Um, especially in the Asian family, it was all about you know science, numbers, and doing well in school. So uh, <laughs> this this was not developed in me nor encouraged. Uh, yeah. It wasn't until I moved to Australia that I really opened up and I was opened up by another friend who was also a medium, but I didn't know they were a medium. But when I say open up, it's, it's opening up, I guess, your intuition and your energy centers and that can be developed. And that's pretty much how I've developed and I've been doing it now for uh, well over 10 years, 10, 15 years or so. So, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely taken a while to convince myself. That this is real, or there's other things out there on an energetic level. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't just going to blindly believe in everything, you know, because I honestly mm-hmm. thought I was going crazy in the beginning. <laughs> um, oh, sure. Yeah, but, you know, I definitely felt things, knew things that uh, it wasn't just coincidence to know, especially when it came to people that have passed, loved ones, mm-hmm. um, people that I don't, I've never met their grandparents or whatever, but in in a meeting you know i could describe them accurately and it would just freak me out as well so that's kind of my background to it all and so so,
0: sorry um i'm sorry uh so was it it was scary at first
2: oh absolutely yeah absolutely i I, i'm a engineer by study by trade i still do engineering work so i'm very much based on practical numbers science um (laughs) Part of what I feel now to, I guess, rationalize half of what I feel is everything. I work in the basis of energy. So everything's energy and energy cannot be created and destroyed. So energy has different frequencies and vibrations. And so I believe some of even a spiritual energy spirits that we can't see is perhaps just vibrating at a higher level. And so opening my mind to that and understanding how energy works has helped me feel it, sense it, and almost understand it better. So that's that's Mm -hmm, where -hmm. where I've brought my science mind into this, I guess.
1: So Asian of you. I had to be. I had to be. I had to be. I mean, you still gotta pay the bills, (laughs) right? You're like you can't just follow this dream of yours and this is your livelihood or whatnot, you know, basically like you need to
0: have some sort of science. Faces. Yeah, there's a good twist yeah. to it that it
2: yeah all makes sense. Yeah, look, uh, um, I when I told my parents that I had this oh, gift, no. yeah, it was a it was a bit like uh huh. You're like, right. uh. <laughs> yeah. My mom actually prayed to Kuan Yin and Buddha for me for my sanity for a while. I, she actually did. She's like, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to light incense and pray for you. I'm like, okay, thank you. Thanks, so. thanks, ma
0: like is it so much weirder than like Jesus or you know mythologies or the Buddha or like Hindu gods like is it so different do we just believe different things that are already in our society I personally accepted yeah I don't you know know if everyone knows this but I am a practitioner of the hippie arts I like to say so (laughs) (laughs) I'll do, like, anything, I'll do, like, any reading. Everybody knows this about me. I'll try, I'll, like, I'll, you know, I'll try anything once.
2: And I think that's great. I think that's the open mind, um, the open-mindedness that is needed right now in society. And I think with everything that's going on right now, this is going to make people look at themselves and people like you um, and Nancy who have done the work, who are more open-minded, I think won't find what's happening in the world now as confronting.
0: Mhm. So, yeah, let's get down let's to Let's dive it. into so that a little bit. There's a lot going on. Um, our previous episode, which was our coronavirus special, um, that is the one in which we were like, maybe this isn't going to be that big a deal. Um we're wrong. we We retract that statement. We were trying to, like, take a lighthearted look at it. And since then, things have gotten significantly... Uh, has significantly affected every aspect of life. So, um let's talk about I want to I wanted to know like you have clients um, you have other healers that you're talking to and what they are coming to you with and what the healers are saying
2: Uh, it's really interesting Uh, I actually have a lot of clients that are doctors and nurses and whatnot and uh, something fascinating happened when this first started with myself Mm -hmm. included when this first started uh, I did a podcast on the coronavirus, similar to yourselves, on, this, on the special, but I was working and I'm still working from home and I was in my head saying, yep, yep, I need to do that. I will do it." Something with me when I'm a medium, um, when spirit wants to communicate with me, if they really want to communicate, it's like somebody tapping me on the shoulder nonstop and in my ear. Like, you've got to get this out. You've got to get this out. you got to get this out. You wow. out. And I'm like, okay. All right, I'll get this out. I'll get this out. And it wouldn't let up. I remember it happened over a weekend. It wouldn't let up until I finished that message. It was like, you yeah. have to get this message out. Uh, I have a client that's a nurse um, who was looking for another job. She, she was kind of tired of working in the hospital and she was going to teaching and she was trying to think of something else to do. Since it started, she said she's felt this overwhelming pull. Of what she called her purpose like so many people have been stopping her and saying thank you for what she did but she actually was excited and wanted to get to work same with mm-hmm. another client of mine who's a GP she she just said I never felt so right in what I'm doing and a lot of the healers um, and psychic practitioners that I know are, are feeling more drawn to their purpose of this is what I need to do, whatever it is, healing, uh, a messaging, something. Uh, so I found that interesting. I found a lot of my clients that were um, more doing the work, more open in, in the spiritual realm, they were actually quite calm with what was going on. They, mm. they just had this feeling that this is supposed to happen, that this is gonna be okay. And I had other clients that, of course, were losing their jobs. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. going to their panic, and I was like, it's okay, don't play into that fear. So going back to what I said earlier about vibration and energy, right? If energy is all around us, and energy can be translated into, you know, thought form, right? People mm-hmm. have done experiments, water experiments, where they write a word, love, around a water and look at the crystallization of the water, form into lovely snowflakes and they can write words of negativity around mm-hmm. a little water. It was a Japanese scientist that did this. And it, the, the water crystals were quite distorted. Um, if everything's energy, there's so much energy right now in the world that is playing to the fear of what's going on. The fear yeah. of the loss and everything. And you can do that, but it will probably just lead to more depression and uh, panic. And lower your vibration, essentially. But Mm -hmm. if you can take this as an opportunity to, I don't know, get in touch with your family, get in touch with yourself more, do the things that you haven't done, haven't had the time to because we've been go, go, go. The world is stopping for a reason. Um, And I don't know if you've ever felt this, but I know... Sometimes when I push myself and push myself and push myself, there will be a time where my body's like, enough, you're done. Mm-hmm. And you get like sick. Like you naturally
1: get sick. Yeah, yeah. you get you sick get or sick. something.
2: And it's mm-hmm. like,
1: this is your body telling you, mm-hmm. you are done. We're done. And
2: it's and- done. You cannot mentally push through. Or you, everyone's like, slow down, rest, slow down, rest. You're going to burn out. No, no, I got to keep going. And knock on wood, you break a leg. And yeah. you're like mm-hmm. forced to rest. I feel like Mm -hmm. the world has been forced to rest to reevaluate to just say stop all right Mm -hmm. stop everyone stop and those that take this opportunity I think will evolve and thrive and find a connection within themselves and within their families and friends that maybe they wouldn't have been quite as aware of Mm -hmm. um I think those that don't take this opportunity and and play into that fear, that energy that is quite predominant in the world right now. I mean, it's all over the media and everything, mm-hmm. uh, will spiral. And, and, and think about it. If you sit in negative energy, if you sit in uh, someone who smokes and you don't smoke and you just sit in that smoke, you're going to feel it on you. So if you sit in that negative energy, you're going to feel it on you as well. Um, so it's, it's challenging oh, it's us. True to raise our vibration, I feel. Take this opportunity. Mm -hmm. You know, the people that um, never have time for their kids and are all rushing around to get the kids to to band practice, to ballet, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? Now you can homeschool them and you get to see, okay, how they interact, how they're growing, how you get to shape them. And the people that avoid problems in their life, in their partnerships, and maybe use work as an escapism, well, unfortunately, guess what? This is the time You're to facing face up. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the time to face to reality, and it's gonna be really hard for some people. And I think people are gonna hate it because they hate their current situations, but they never do anything about it. And I well, feel because like because you can
1: like easily get lost in it, oh, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You people can. are so good at having more to do of like oh, work and like, yeah. working out and socializing that you don't actually deal with like what you should be dealing with no. at the very front of yourself.
2: People are great at distracting yeah. themselves, of making excuses, of having avoidance. I'm, I'm good at it. I'm very good at justifying and lying to myself. I've done it before where I'm like, oh, this this guy likes me. This relationship will be good. It'll be okay. Yeah. I'm going to try yeah. this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Same. Yeah, I'm I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose weight. And now I'm locked in with like two weeks supply of food. I'm going to lose weight. Oh, God damn it. I got to like really control <laughs> yeah. myself.
0: Realistic.
2: It's, it is about realism, truth, and personal responsibility. Do you mm-hmm. like your life? If you don't, are you going to do something about it? Because we're going to lock you in here for six months to see because if you're it... like
1: facing it right now. It's like, you can't, you can't run away from it. Like exactly. that's what like escapism, right? Like let's be honest everyone talks about loving travel and i'm guilty of it i love traveling but half of it i think is just like the escapism of it because you don't have to deal with the reality you're like oh, okay i have a trip in two two months and like get really excited and then you like sit, take all your instagram photos and all this and the other and what an amazing life i have and then all of a sudden you get back to reality you're like oh god when am i planning that next trip right
2: uh, there's definitely things that worry me for example australia has put an alcohol limit purchasing so oh. that's interesting oh, that's
1: interesting yeah because yeah. i
2: think there might be a lot of alcoholics out of coming out of this to not deal with their reality i, I think
1: that's
0: i think that's true because you got a lot, you got people at home um like nancy and i were talking and nancy mentioned like what if you have a relationship you don't necessarily like? You might start drinking more, reaching for these distractions that you can
1: reach for because you can't mm-hmm. leave the house. Pretty much. Or also, like, because you're dealing with like job insecurity and things like that. And oh, sure, yeah. a lot of people are like grabbing the bottle. They don't want to deal with the reality of yeah. like, oh no, I don't have income. I can't be able to do X, Y, and Z. And mm-hmm. I was telling Cindy, I was like, I, you know who I feel bad for? Because I like take my dog Biggie out every day twice a day for his walks and I go to the park Um, and there's a lot of people that sit at the park as like that's their job like I see them in during when I do my morning walks and my afternoon walks and they haven't left all day and I always wonder like what is their home life like if they choose to use the park as their living room you know and then I like what about if you're an abusive relationship you know Mm -hmm. or or your child And goes to school to get away from like abusive parents. Like this is a reality. Mm -hmm. Not everyone has a white picket fence and lives in a great suburban home that has a backyard and has like you know private school being taught to you online. A lot of kids are just surviving in their in their house. Yeah, and and
0: what if it's healthier, safer for you to be out of doors, even though it doesn't look that way? We don't all have the same privilege of sequestering in the same way it's like becoming very apparent who has the ability to quarantine in a certain kind of way and who doesn't
2: yeah comfortable manner. it's it's gonna bring out a lot of people's truths and characters you're gonna look around Mm. and see how people deal and I think it's gonna give people choices like you said if you're in an abusive relationship or you're not happy at home or you're bored with your life is this the life you want I think it's gonna make people ask those hard questions and I think it should And if people want to still avoid these hard questions, and not do the work because it's the work on themselves essentially, then it's going to be a very, very painful and long six to however many months this is going to be. It's going to be very painful.
0: Okay, let's. So let's say. Let me just play Devil's Avocado with you. If I'm a a mom, say I'm a mom, and all of a sudden I'm at home with my kids, and my kids are driving me crazy and now i had to school them and nobody's helping me and now like my life is turned inside out and i don't have my escapes what i've acknowledged this sucks <laughs> okay what can i be doing to um come to this understanding that we're talking about
2: i would um ask well first i would ask if it's a single mom or if she has a partner and if she uh, ha- has a partner yeah then i would ask is this relationship balanced? Is mm-hmm. the partner um, contributing? And if he, they are not, I would also ask and maybe look at myself, am I not asking? Am I not voicing my frustrations to the partner mm-hmm. to ask for help? Am I always being the martyr? Am I always sacrificing? What, what is this? Do I need time out for myself? What am, am, And then the kids are driving them nuts. Why are the kids driving them nuts? Is it because they're restless? They're not giving attention or they're not getting the right attention or they're trying to look for something mm-hmm. else? Are they bored or are they trying to get something else out of... Simulation or something. Yeah, something mm-hmm. something else that maybe is not In provided. In other words,
0: what's the cause behind you feeling this way and yes. can... There be done anything done about it
2: because i i get i do get clients that are you know housewives or whatever and they go oh so and so doesn't help and they complain and complain and then i usually turn it back on them and go okay what are you going to do about it and most times they don't do anything they don't change anything and that's what this is about i think it's going to be a time of reflection for people if they're willing to do the work and look at the truth of their lives and their situation. Yeah. And that includes what serves me and what doesn't serve you. Because there are some friends that have um, said to me, just quietly, they're like, I kind of like not meeting up with so-and-so. And I'm like, <laughs> that's great. And then I'm like, if you don't like meeting up with them, why are they why your do friends? You do why do we yeah. do all these things? Yeah, why are they your friends? Oh, I'm just being nice. Well, maybe you don't have to be nice. You know yeah. why are you?
0: Maybe I don't like dressing up or wearing makeup? Why do I do this? Yeah, why do why you do you have I post to... on Instagram? Why do I have to show this? I went to this restaurant.
2: Yeah, why why I... and it, it's not wrong. You can like no. you can we can justify. we can explain. And if you like it, great. But if you're doing something you don't like, I think you should ask yourself, why do you feel the need to do it? And it's yeah, I don't, I don't, do I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want to hurt so and so's feelings. okay. Well, then you're not being authentic to anyone including yourself yeah. and it's draining your energy and time yeah
0: and i think it it really comes down to values like what's important to you because we could always we could endlessly look at like i'm not satisfied with this that and the other thing and my cat sucks and but then we can't we don't want to change all these things we want to focus on what matters to you
2: yes and it's the values re-looking at your values a lot of people are looking losing jobs right now unfortunately but have they been living outside their means have Mm -hmm. they been so true have been been, what is important is it having these big vacations you can't go anywhere with or is it spending time Mm -hmm. with your kid and building puzzles because that's fun interaction i don't know
0: i mean my my life revolves around jigsaw puzzling right now yeah like that's my (laughs) life and like half the time i'm talking to my friends about puzzling
2: and that's great. Maybe it's a, this is a new passion you found. And and look, myself included, I keep telling myself, oh, I need to write. I used to do a lot more writing. I don't have time to write. Well, now I have the time. I don't have the excuse anymore. So why yeah. am I not doing it? You know, mm-hmm. things, things like that. It's looking at your values or truth and seeing if you like what you see. And if not, are you willing to change?
1: Willing to do the work to change it. And I think that's the biggest part is doing the work. Like you've, you i've i've worked with you i've done a lot of work on myself and you know yeah i i guess what you would call enlightened or like aware i'm self-aware of myself but that definitely took a lot of time because you know I, i i came to new york back in for college and i got very easily wrapped up into like just going clubs and partying and i just i like after i did a travel a semester abroad did i not did i then realize like wait a second these people are not really my friends. They're my going-out buddies, right? It as my friends, and not until I actually fostered real relationships.
2: It's it's, it's hard. And it's not easy. This is hard work. Yeah.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't come
0: easy. I wanted to go back to something you said about um, having a purpose, like the doctors and nurses that have this strong purpose, which really is is saving lives more than ever now the stakes are so much higher Mm -hmm. Um, what about those of us who don't work in medical fields how can we find our purpose
2: your purpose doesn't have to be anything like saving lives or anything your purpose can be a mother like be a real mother to your kids your purpose can Mm -hmm. be an artist that you've yes it doesn't pay the bills right now but it's your passion it's what Mm -hmm. drives you a purpose is it doesn't have to be, you know, Nobel Prize winning heroic, but it has to be something that you love and you feel driven to do no matter what. I that's how I would define purpose. the the, the doctors that's and nurses, cool. those doctors and nurses, just happen to be driven by that. Um, mm-hmm. I I I can barely stand a needle in my arm to donate any blood or anything. So. I probably mm-hmm. won't I probably won't be doing that, but my my, my purpose as I found is is to communicate, is to have these messages and communicate, whether it's in a mm-hmm. podcast or writing, and I've been feeling more and more like you need to do this, you need to do this. So purpose so is how you anything. Find anything.
0: it. How you found it personally was like really listening to yourself. It wasn't like I'm gonna read this book and you know it's going gonna out and talking to all these people until yeah. I find it.
2: Yeah, it's listening to yourself and what you love. Your love for something, even if it's jigsaw puzzles, can be a good compass to start. Um, and I think a purpose as an individual will be the key starting point for us during this time. It's, it's at a micro level. On a macro level, I think companies, governments, um, countries need to really look at their values also and look at some truths on how they're handling this how they're Mm -hmm. treating people how companies Mm -hmm. are treating people from you know saving jobs or not saving jobs how Mm -hmm. landlords and tenants are working how this is all working will shape and form our values as a society and as humanity which i think will take a little longer to hash out but um we'll see how that that comes through because there will be industries that collapse and some that thrive and how yeah. they treat their employees and how the government deals with things will show a lot about what, who is leading your country, who is leading your efforts in, in whatever your profits or whatever, and who's actually being sympathetic to what's going on and who's still being their values is still quite... Money, money, economy, economy. Like
1: rigid or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. And that's okay. But those are a few leaders in these companies. But if the majority of the people are changing their values and this ends and the company says, all right, everyone, go back to the way it was nine to five, blah, 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 in the office. I wonder how many people will be like, no, you know what? I want (laughs) to work part time because I liked being at home. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but I'm saying, this is an opportunity for inner truth reflection and on a macro level for you know, greater part of society, governments, countries, and businesses to look, if they are willing to pay attention and look. I'm not sure they I will, mean, but we'll see I if think, they will.
0: I mean, that's part of this whole reckoning, reckoning that you're talking about. And I want to know like, if, let's say we have this reckoning, we have this awakening. How are people who are like uh haven't been compassionate um in the past and like let's say they they woke up to it in this how do how like do those people how yeah how do those people keep from falling into unconsciousness again when it, this is over that, let's that's
2: gonna be hard someday. I, I think it's gonna be hard I think they're gonna to have to look at some very dark reminders, maybe for example, let's say if you're a workaholic parent, um, been disconnected to your family, you've been now quarantined with your family, you develop a special bond with your kids, you've actually connected. Six months mm-hmm. later, you're forced to go back and your kid goes, but daddy, I thought you were gonna help play with me on, and help me build yeah. this. They're gonna to have to face things like that and say, sorry, I can't, or you know what? I'm gonna tell my boss. Reprioritize. Yeah, they're gonna to have to face mm-hmm. things. Or, you know six months in the relationship maybe if they're not I'm again speaking hypothetically not happy with it six months they were together it didn't get better it didn't get worse now they're free again do they do they want to actually go out and meet other people or do they mm-hmm. still want to be stuck here again and it's just hasn't been exciting for six months you know mm-hmm. <laughs> where they yeah. go you know, they, the wife or the husband will be like, you never pay attention to me. And guess what? You're sitting right next to me in the room and you're still not paying attention to me. Yeah, we're uh, stuck together. <laughs> yeah, I think people want to know. Um, life is short in this instant, with especially with this virus. It can hit anyone. Life is short. How do you want to live it?
1: Mm. Rather than just being on autopilot, right? Yes. This forces us to like, like basically turn off the autopilot because there's nothing to do they go or do or escape right
2: yeah and it, look it's it's gonna have people reevaluate i think their relationships with their work with their partners with with their friends even you know how many friends um will will reach out and connect in this time you know mm-hmm. is it the same people or if you don't reach out will they never connect with you in six months mm-hmm or are know.
0: they just connecting with you because they're just running Bore. through their lists oh, right yeah. now? Yeah, they might be bored. And they're not, re- you know, afterwards, you're like, I thought you said we're going to hang out.
2: Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. God, dating during this time has got to be interesting on Tinder and stuff. Like, let's all connect and we all develop these great electronic bonds. But when the quarantine's over, how many of you?
1: In real there? life, right? Yeah. I, uh, are you gonna, does actually work?
2: Are you going to meet up with them? I don't know, or, or the 10 other relationships you've developed online. Who knows?
0: Yes. It's ironic it's like that real, like, we're, having circle. More, we're having more and more, like, um, virtual uh, interactions. Uh, by the way, I, lo- I love I the renaissance of the word virtual. It's like information superhighway. I'm like, this is coming back. <laughs> but anyway, we're having more and more virtual Um, experiences now but like what it's showing us is what's real and what's not
2: yeah, ironically I think this needs to happen Um, I think we tend to get carried away with our lives and like I said, sometimes when you go go go, your body or something will slow you down and stop, I feel like this Mm -hmm. was the universe's way or the earth or whatever you want to call call it to say stop, hold off slow down
0: I love this idea of the the earth as a it's like a gravitational pull or something or like a um an organism with a consciousness that is just tired like Mm. it's tired Mm. it's been going and going going on autopilot yeah um and doing things that are are not so healthy for it
2: no Um, and all the
0: people and i'm talking about like the energy of energy of all the people and every, you know, life forms contained within as well as the environment um, and it is good for things to stop and be re-evaluated I think Yeah, because otherwise,
1: when would this ever happen? Like, it, it's kind of like when the situation is bad, you have to speak up for yourself because your boss is never going to do it. When it's Mother Earth, who's going to speak up for her? Like, people mm-hmm. have been trying to do it like you know we were already in new york city just a couple months ago they got rid of plastic bags right so now you need to bring your own bag or pay five cents for a bag right they're not free anymore and that took forever to happen whereas in, in the asia markets there this is like a trend like i've gone to taiwan at least 10 years ago and that was the thing going on right mm-hmm. and you know that's clearly a sign that something's happening with our earth that like we need to stop dumping shit into the environment right and I, you know, you think about it, like no one's gonna stop the the pollution or the chaos that we're doing it because it's not harming them at all, you know, like directly, they think. Yeah, but, I
0: think everyone right now is like, oh no, like the economy, that seems to be the, the thing on everyone's fore, forefront of their mind, like they haven't been aware necessarily about the using up of natural resources. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they see that there's no, um, consumerism like there was before, but I think maybe that's a good thing. Oh yeah.
2: Like, like the pollution cleared up above China, you know, there's less congestion on the road, it's animals are starting to come back. Like there was a koala in one of, that came into one of the stores one day cause there was no humans around. It just like <laughs> wandered in. Oh, like, wow. Koala. Yeah, I've there never was, seen a Qu- Koala can walk.
0: Yeah. Can well, walk. They, I mean, of course they can. i just
2: never seen it. I think they filmed, <laughs> I think I read in the news, and I could be wrong, that they saw a coyote in the streets of San <laughs> Francisco. Like, people were just.
0: It's possible, but, yeah. Yeah, it's
2: just coming because, you know what, humans aren't there. We're the guests. Mm-hmm. We are the guests.
1: Yeah, that, we, we are, are the, the guests. guests. We are the guests. It's like when I go to on vacation in a warm weather and people are like, oh my God, there's a lizard inside the house. I'm like, this was their desert first. Yeah. yeah. You just made yourself at home
0: here, but we're just visiting for a short period of time.
2: And I think at the rate we were, were going or are going, I think we may have overstayed our welcome and really hurt ourselves in the end. So maybe this is society's way or earth's, Universe's way of saying, "Hey, mm-hmm. why don't you just slow down a bit, take yeah. a time out, reevaluate, and maybe you can stay a bit longer." But right now, just yeah. chill, like slow your
0: roll. Yeah. yeah, it is. Unfortunately, it has to come at the expense of so many lives. But yeah, that's part of the the, the reckoning with the leadership we we're talking about. Um, like they didn't have to die. Like they have actually, in my mind, this may sound extreme, but I think they're they've been murdered by what has been a shocking amount of missteps and denial. Um, they didn't like, but if that is, you know, that's going to, I hopefully change a lot of people's minds about what it takes to be a leader in this kind of
2: society. Yeah, value. Remember, in crisis, we watch movies. Because we watch the characters grow, and characters only grow when they're put in challenging, in tough, yeah, yeah, tough positions, right? What are they going to do? Guess what? This is testing a lot of our leadership, a lot of the companies, a lot of people mm-hmm. around. How are you going to be? Who is your true, mm-hmm. you know, value of character coming out? And do I like it? If I don't, well, then why are you in power? Why are we allowing these people in power? Why are we working for companies like this then? And these are the questions I think we need to ask, not only on a micro individual level of what we want in our lives, but on a macro scale as well, so.
1: I feel like, um, you know, we've touched upon a lot of different ideas and themes. And I, and I think Cindy touched upon this, uh, I think about the question about the kid, but you know, how, did, how do we make sure we continue to do this moving forward? Like once, v- hopefully we get outside and we can start interacting with humans again. You know, that first interaction, like are people going to start shaking hands again? Like when will that happen, right? Because it's like, I, oh, I I'm even feels getting, weird. I'm even getting freaked out. Like I get so mad, like when I'm walking and then all of a sudden I feel someone walking on the side of me very close and I'm like, I wanna be like, yo man, six feet. Like, come on. And it's like, I'm in New York City and it used to be like, you know, elbow like shoulder to shoulder when you walk. And now I get freaked out when someone's maybe about like two feet away from me and they're walking up to up against on the side with me and I'm like getting offended, like, what the fuck, man? Move your like move over. Like
0: Like, yeah, I had an incident happen to me um, this week where a man stood too close to me at a crosswalk and I stepped away and he got offended that I did that. And he was like, you think that I'm going to attack you um, for being Asian American? Uh, And then he was like yelling all kinds of stuff at me. And I'm like, whoa, everyone is just keyed up yeah Uh, but that really like that really shook me I don't you know there is there's like a lot of violence and and uh aggressions and microaggressions that are happening to Asian Americans right now I don't know what it's like in Australia but um it's it's a little bit freaky and I think that is part of what you were saying about giving into the fear like how do we conquer that fear
2: I'm I just I'm getting a picture of a pendulum. We've swung one direction and we've swung another direction now. It will come mm-hmm. into balance. It will take time mm-hmm. to come into balance, mm-hmm. to adjust. The world will adjust. But how mm-hmm. you want that middle point to be, I think that is what is being potentially shaped now you know, mm-hmm. by, by your mm-hmm. thoughts and movements and, and whatnot and your values. I mean, so
0: letting it settle is something that's gonna have to happen.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't think we can go yeah. back to the way it is because yeah. the way it was wasn't working. So, and where where is the new norm, right? It's gonna mm-hmm. shift, and I think mm-hmm. it'll just take time. Um, there's always gonna be, unfortunately, hate in the world. There always will be. Uh, it's easy to blame whatever it is, Asian Americans. I don't know. China bats. I don't know. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Some to something
1: cause someone some like you can like identify and point out what yeah. is the culprit, right? Mm-hmm. Here's cause effect.
2: Yeah. So, I, I mean, most people. It sounds generic. Is to counter the hate with with love. You know. Mm-hmm. Maybe next somebody steps away from you and, and says, like, oh, no, get away from me or whatever. Just be like, I love you, man. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, no, I
0: try to speak to him very yeah. um, consciously um, that that's not what my intention was. Yeah, and yeah. ever since then, yes, perhaps I'm overcompensating, but I'm like, hi, how are you? Good morning. You and, know, and, and, and <laughs> everybody, because I, I knew... Like, because I was wearing a mask and I know that, like, it might, I might be more of a faceless person that way.
2: Yeah. You know? So I think that's great. Being overcompensate, being friendly, because there are a lot, a lot of people with fears out there and I get it and, and, and it's easy. They don't want to get sick or they're in that hype of the media. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe just this be like, guy... Hey, hi. Hi.
0: Yeah. Like <laughs> this guy's scared that I'm scared of him. And so yeah. we're all scared, you know, yeah. you're like, uh, I'm just but...
1: scared of all people right now. Yes. <laughs> it's
0: not you, sir. <laughs> yeah. I'm scared of bats.
2: Anyway. Yeah, so uh, I think that well, may we, be a so... start for it. Start a good way to start. So why not? Yeah. Let's just try that. to
0: be kinder to each other. Yeah. And be safe out there. But, because we are Asians and we're super practical, I wanted to ask you what are some specific meditations that we could do right now to help us
2: um, Be comfortable with yourselves in the silence. Mm-hmm. you know some people do meditation guided meditations um, you can put on music and you put on a candle, but i I mean maybe just sitting in the silence in on your balcony at a garden and just looking at a candle letting your thoughts mm. controlling your thoughts if you can not like sitting in silence and thinking about what you're going to make for dinner and what to do but mm-hmm. just but just being like meditation's so, hard so it keep, it keep it simple keep it simple your breath yeah. and your when breath. you
0: start thinking about oh my God, what's my hands, da, da, yeah, da. Yeah. What, then what do you do?
2: So I, I work with angels or guides because that's what my construct and my framework and belief. And um, I sit, I have a meditation room in the back and I sit and I just, whatever it is, anxiety, thoughts coming up, if I'm upset, I just go, you know, I ask my angels or my spirit guide to come and I say, can you just take this? I'm not asking you to fix this but for the next five minutes or whatever just take this and I physically mm-hmm. imagine almost like putting the anxiety or the thoughts or the worry in a box and giving mm-hmm. it to my spirit guide and I actually feel better it's like just take it I'm not asking you to fix take it take that because a lot of people yeah. are take, like take that burden yeah but people yeah. are like fix this pray help me and that's a that's a big thing that might take a while but I'm just saying mm-hmm. for now the next 10 minutes, next when I need this downtime for me, I just want peace. So this worry, this little box, I'm gonna take it. You do it. You take care of it. Just right now, mm-hmm. you take care of it. I know it's not magically gone, but you take care of it. I just want peace right now,
1: for the 10 minutes or whatever. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's what I do. Uh, and, and when I'm, especially when I'm really anxious, I'm just like, please, mm-hmm. just take this for you know whatever. Just take this, and I do calm down
1: you have some meditation uh
2: podcasts as well right i do um my podcast is called the closet medium um so you can get it on soundcloud or apple itunes and it's just the and it, it usually has a little bit of a topic and then there's some meditation at the end so they're they're about uh, maybe 10 minute meditations at the end they're they're nice different ones some for healing some for uh, I don't know forgiveness some for recharging energy relaxation mm. just different ones
0: and you've spoken specifically about the virus and what's going on now and so um, that's a great resource for people to tap into how do we find that just search for closet medium on yeah. the podcast
2: yeah uh, uh, a- apple itunes has it and soundcloud has it or you can just go to the website theclosetmedium.com and the last uh meditation i put out two days ago because i do it once a month a meditation podcast was specifically on the virus and the meditation's about trans transition because i Mm -hmm. I, that's where i feel like we're at we're in transition and how to um welcome this transition versus resist Mm -hmm. it resist it and be fearful of it so um yeah take a listen you might like it so yeah that's
0: That's great. And they can learn more about you and um, private consultations that you
1: do and stuff like that. Anytime. Great. This is definitely a nice kind of flipping the script of what we've been hearing about in the news and stuff. Like trying to feel like you're a little bit more empowered in this and you're not a victim of what's happening around you.
2: Yeah. This is an opportunity and I, I hope mm-hmm. each of you take it. And I think it's it's going to be good for hopefully society.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, and it's within us. It's not something that we need to buy or get from someone or somewhere else. It's already here. It's just like the silence that we were talking about in meditation. There's more of it than
1: ever. Yeah. 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 You just have to be real with yourself, which is not easy all the time. Not but... comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Not comfortable. Distractions I'm... is there for a reason, guys, right? But I'm wa- I'm watching a lot of TV.
0: I'm cooking with a lot of butter, you guys. <laughs> it's not fit apocalypse
1: over here in my house. <laughs> oh man, well this is great, Joy. Thank you so so much for uh, joining us on our podcast. I think oh, oh, it's a nice twist for our listeners and for myself. I'll be honest, since we decided to do this. I definitely have been starting to think about how this is what really needs to happen. And I'm just part of this journey and how I will, you know, take this in the future. Thank you
0: so much for your message of hope. I think we're all going through it right now and we all, uh, need something to like help us stay sane and healthy and safe. So, well, thank you guys. Uh, Thank you for having me. Um, so that's it for our episode today. Um, like us on facebook and instagram and all of the social meds at two creations that's the number two uh creations <laughs> c-r-a-s-i-a-n-s and um please send this to a friend who you know is going through it because you know they are and, <laughs> and
1: um, since we're all locked
0: up <laughs> it would really help us if you could um, subscribe and write a review for us so it only takes a second but it helps other people find us so we really appreciate you listening and be safe
1: and be healthy out there okay until next time bye bye love bye bye love I could escape
2: this feeling, my girl My little China girl I hear her heart